Hey everyone, welcome to the House Church Podcast. This is Pastor Jamie here. I'm so glad you decided to join us for today's broadcast. Every time we come together as a church, people encounter God. So my prayer is that you too would experience His presence and hear His voice for yourself. Please enjoy today's message. Hey, I have the privilege this morning of introducing our guests. And like I said before, I'm so excited for you. Um, My friend Paul Rapley and his wife Angelica are here. Come on, say hello. Paul has been uh, my friend for the better part of 20 years and has been sewing into the house church for about 15. Every time Paul comes, I ask him to do one thing. Okay? Now, he's got lots of sermons to preach, but I ask him to do this one thing because he carries such a grace for it, which is, Paul, activate our church in healing ministry. Paul travels the world and often speaks to very large crowds and is activating them, activating the body of Christ in the ministry of healing. The gift of the Holy Spirit gets activated and people start praying for each other and then God does his thing It's God that does the stuff, but we have to step in and be a part of it. Amen? And so I asked Paul to come and to do that today. And so we're going to get activated here as our last sort of gear of 2023. And then on Friday, this coming week, we have a House of Prayer event that's taking place in here. On the, It's called the First Friday Encounter Nights. So 7 p.m. on Friday, and Paul and Angelica here are going to be here again on Friday. And we're going to be stirring up ministry again. And so you want to come out and be focused on healing that night as well. And uh, so if you have somebody that's needing a touch of their body, if you do as well, you come back out on Friday. We're going to encounter God together. Um, and But today, this morning, the same thing is going to happen. Like I said, first service, God moved, and God will do it again. He always does. So I hope that you're excited. Every time we invite someone to this platform, I ask you guys to so honor beforehand. And so would you please jump to your feet and give the most rowdy house welcome to Paul Rapley. God bless you. Y'all are awake. Okay. All right. It's good to be here. It's an honor to be back. <sighs> I'm curious. How many of you have seen me preach before? Raise your hand. Oh, a bunch. Okay. How many of you have not seen me preach before? Raise your hand. How many of you are not sure if you've seen me preach before? Raise your hand. And how many of you just refuse to raise your hand? All right. We got five in the last category. Okay. Very good. Um, just as a testimony um, of what Jesus has done in the meetings before and to prepare people's hearts for what I think we're going to see God do today. One more time. If you were in one of those meetings before with me, raise your hand. So you see about how many hands that is. Okay, put your hands down. If you prayed for someone in one of those meetings and they were healed, or you received healing in your body in one of those meetings, raise your hand. Very good. Yeah, it's been fun seeing God at work. And hopefully it isn't just for those meetings. Hopefully this is empowering you guys to see way more happen in the future. Amen? Let's start with a word of prayer. Jesus, we love you. We worship you. We exalt you. Holy Spirit, we welcome you, and God, we welcome your angels for healing. We thank you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. Give me your words to speak here today. 
And God, we pray not only for healings and miracles to happen here this morning, but for your people to be empowered in a much greater way. For your honor and your glory, in Jesus' name, amen. So we had fun this morning. Pastor Jamie was sharing about that. Um, some more testimonies as of recent. On Wednesday, uh, my wife was sharing in Elko Newmarket, and there was about a healing for every other person in the room. And there was a gentleman. He actually was in the first service. I started sharing his testimony. He's like, yeah, I'm here. And I was like, oh, okay. And he had a screw in his arm, uh, surgically put there, I imagine. And uh, I explained how Jesus is good at getting rid of metal out of people. And so he received prayer by people like you in the meeting, and all of a sudden, the screw is no longer there anymore, because that's what Jesus does. He's good. Amen? That night, there was also a woman who 34 years ago was in a horseback accident, and uh, for 34 years, nonstop for 34 years, lived in chronic pain, a pain level of six or higher for 34 years straight, every moment, every day, until... Wednesday, and no more, because that's what Jesus does. God is good. You know, sometimes I have people tell me, Paul, I've had this problem for a long time. You wouldn't expect for it to go away right away, would you? And I'm like, do you know who Jesus is? Do you really think if Jesus was standing in front of you and said, if you could have only had the, the accident two years ago with the horse, I could have done something, but at 34 years, it's now too big. That's not my Jesus. Jesus is just really good at touching people. Amen? Before that, we were in Colorado before Christmas and uh, in Colorado Springs, and Jesus also likes to touch the people there. We had fun that weekend. Um, we had the people, well, in the church, there is, I think, four metal healings, plates, rods, screws disappearing that people could feel. Now, there's more people that can't feel it, so they wouldn't know if it's gone or not. Um, but then we had the people go out from the church to do what's called a treasure hunt, just a simple way of going and seeing Jesus touch people. And it wasn't a big group. We had 30 people go out, but it was fun. So um, the group that I was with, it was myself, the pastor, and a woman from the church. So we went to Walmart because Walmart is a great place for the power of God. Amen? And so we saw there was other healings that happened there, but I just want to focus on, on two in particular. Um, there was a woman who was there who was in a motorized scooter. And so we went over, talked to her. She had two metal screws in her knee. Her, she had a horrible limp and um, a whole lot of pain. Uh, we prayed for her. The metal... She, for her, I don't think a metal healing did happen for her, but she gets out of the scooter without any pain or any problem. She starts walking around the frozen, fruit, uh, frozen food department. No problem. Her grandson is watching her, and he's like, I don't see grandma walk without a limp until now. Come on, Jesus. And she was doing great. And uh, we shared the gospel. She was already a believer. So then we saw another motorized scooter. So this time I told the, the two people with me, all right, your guys' turn. Go for it. So they went for it, and then that person emptied their motorized scooter. So that was a two-scooter Walmart trip. That's a good day, right? Another group went out to the shopping mall because the shopping mall is also a great place for the power of God. And um, we, were, we were at the, the shopping, or they were at the shopping mall there, and, and they saw a group of teenagers, and there was a girl who had a boot on her foot, not because of snow, but a boot from, from an injury. And uh, so they, they prayed for her. She gets completely healed. Subsequently, the whole group of teenagers all praised to make Jesus their Lord and Savior. God is good. Amen. There was also uh, another group. They went over to the bus stop. They saw somebody at the bus stop that looked like they were pretty beat up. 
And, um, and so they went over and started talking to them to find out what had happened. And when they got done talking to see what had happened, the person started writing back to them because they were mute. And, uh, and so they had had a fall, and that's why they were black and blue. And so they wanted to pray for that, but they wanted to pray that they could speak. So they prayed over them, and that person at the bus stop started speaking that day. I'd say that was a pretty good outreach for an hour, right? Jesus wants to touch people, and he wants to do it here. Because I have people who tell me stuff like, Paul, you're really lucky that you get to go to India in these places that healings and miracles happen. And I look at them, and I'm like, do you think God's racist? Do you think he checks to see you are from India, therefore I love you and I want you healed, but you aren't, so therefore I want you sick. But Jesus said all things are possible to them who believe. And sometimes in our first world nations, we believe for God to do it far away on a missions trip, but not the same way here in our own country. And what did we get because of what we believe for? It doesn't work well to get impressed with the problems. Wasn't that the sin of the 10 spies? You know, Moses sent out 12 spies in the Old Testament, didn't he? They all saw the same blessings. They all saw the same challenges. 10 said it can't be done. The problems are too big. Two of them, Joshua and Caleb, said, are you kidding? We got God, we win. Who was right? It's a trick question. All of them were right. All of them got exactly what they believed for which shows that I can believe something is true and even have an experience in my life that makes me think that I'm correct. But that doesn't mean that's how it would have to be if I had God's perspective. I've actually been praying in the last years. Like God, show me where I have believed things and I was convinced I was correct, but I didn't have your perspective and I greatly limited what you wanted to do. Because what if the only limits there are the ones that we believe that there are? What if we thought things were difficult in our mind and that's why it worked out to be in our experience? But if we would have had heaven's perspective, it would have been a completely different story. Amen? Jesus just wants to touch people. He just does. Do you know a great place for the power of God? Mall of America. I remember going to go see a buddy over at Mall of America. We went over, grabbed a meal at a restaurant there and... Um, we got done. He ran off to the bathroom while I was waiting in line in the bathroom. There's a woman waiting in line. He started talking to her. And so she had chronic back problems. So we prayed for her. She was about 70% better. We tried to go for a second time. And she's like, no, 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 I'm good, but thanks. And, and she scampered off. And, um, and, and so my buddy was like, hey, let's go get a smoothie. Those of you that know me, it doesn't take too much to talk me into getting a smoothie. And I was like, let's do it. So we go over from the, the north side to the east side, hop on the elevator, go up to Jamba Juice on the third floor. You guys know what I'm talking about? I'm actually talking to Minnesotans. You guys know Mall of America, right? So any rate, um, so we get in the elevator. As we walk into the elevator, there's a gentleman there who's got a hat that says, with God, all things are possible. And, and I liked the message of that hat, and I thought I would tell the gentleman that. So I started um, telling him that, and, uh, and I got done talking. He started signing back to me, and I realized... Oh, he didn't really hear a whole lot of what I just said there. My younger brother actually has a deaf ear, and I know just a tiny bit of sign language. And so I signed to him saying I'd like to pray for him and prayed for him, and he was good with that. And, and uh, in that moment, nothing changed. Sometimes the healing happens in the coming period of time. But in that moment, nothing changed. And as soon as I got done praying and nothing had changed, um, we hear a ding, and the elevator doors open up. So the elevator doors open up, and um, we walk out, and he's waiting for his buddy who's right there. 
And so his buddy was uh, another person who was deaf, and he was visiting from Gary, Indiana. He was a gay gentleman. And, um, and so if God doesn't heal the first one, you go for the second one, right? Don't talk yourself out of seeing Jesus touch the second one because it didn't happen with the first one. You know, when you're in healing ministry, you have to have a short memory for what didn't happen and a long memory for what God did do. So otherwise, you'll, just, you'll talk yourself out of going for it. So I started signing for the second guy, and he was open for prayer as well, and so prayed for him. And I said, okay, test it out. And I'm going to teach you a little ASL, okay? So he was like, so this year now he was getting a little. And then he pointed the other ear, and he was like, no. Okay, let's go again. Pray a second time. Test it out. And he's like, do you understand? How's your ASL? And then he points at this ear, and he's like, a little. Okay, well, all right. Well, we went for a third time. And he's like, and then he's like, yeah, now we're doing pretty good. We're getting somewhere, huh? So now I'm standing right there in front of the Jamba Juice there by the elevator there at Mall America, and I'm standing back, I don't know, like mm, three quarters of the way to the sound booth. Now I'm snapping my fingers and clapping my hands, and he's nodding like this vigorously because I think he's hearing for the first time in his life. And he was pretty excited about it. How many of you want to see deaf ears open up at Mall of America? You actually have to pray for deaf ears at Mall of America. How many of you want to see people get out of wheelchairs? My wife, she tells her testimony. She had a disease called Guillain-Barre, where her muscular system detached um, from her nervous system. And she was really sick for three years. God supernaturally healed her. Um, the worst part of it, she was in a wheelchair. And she went to what I think might be the large, I don't know the statistics, but it's a church of about 70,000. And I think it might be the largest church in the Western Hemisphere. And, um, and she said, in three years, do you know how many people came over to me and prayed for me for healing? Zero. And then she likes to ask, how many of you have seen somebody in a wheelchair before? Everybody in the room does. So I'll, I'll be my wife for a moment. How many of you have seen somebody in a wheelchair? Put your hands down. How many of you ever prayed for somebody to be healed in a wheelchair? Yeah, this is the house. That's why the numbers are better. <laughs> Good job, Pastor Jamie. <laughs> but faith without works is dead. Nothing happens unless we go for it. Amen? All right. This is going to be the quickest message you maybe have ever heard. It's two points. Number one, don't disqualify yourself. Don't sit there and think, I haven't read my Bible enough, it's not going to work. I haven't prayed enough, it's not going to work. I said something bad yesterday, it's not going to work. I think what they need healing for only comes by prayer and fasting. Let's face it, Christmas just happened, I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> don't disqualify yourself. Your faith is not in your works, your faith is in Jesus Christ. Amen? If your faith is in Jesus, there's no point in going introspective to try to earn something that only comes by grace. You cannot earn a healing ministry. If you could, the Pharisees would have all had big healing ministries. If legalistically doing good works made for powerful healing ministries, the Pharisees would have had the biggest healing ministries in the Bible. But maybe it's more about God's grace. And you cannot earn what God wants to do for free. Amen? So don't disqualify yourself. Instead of going introspective, do what Jesus did. Jesus was filled with compassion and sick people were healed. He was not internally focused. He was externally focused. He was focused on love for whoever was in front of him. Amen? Yeah. 
Years ago, I used to work at Teen Challenge here in town, and I remember praying for a guy at work, and he didn't get healed, and I was beating myself up thinking, man, if I just had more faith, he would have gotten healed. And I heard the Holy Spirit very clearly speak to me and say, Paul, if you could have taken your eyes off of yourself for one second and cared about that man, you would have seen him get healed. Because I thought I was missing faith, but he was saying I was missing love. Because Galatians chapter 5, verse 6 talks about that faith is expressed through love. Much, much better than through introspection. That's why 1 Corinthians 12 and 14, talking about the move of the Holy Spirit, have 13 talking about love as the context. Because what God wants to do through us flows a whole lot better through taking our eyes off of ourselves and caring about others. Amen? Amen. Point number one, done. Point number two, how you pray for the sick makes a huge difference. How I grew up praying for the sick when no one ever got healed was a few different ways. Let me demonstrate. God, I just ask you to please heal this man. Or if I felt more passionate, God, please, please, please heal him. There's nothing wrong with passion. Or I would pray in my head, but not out loud. Amen. Or I'd try and talk God into it. Give him a good business deal he can't refuse. Well, God, you see this man. He's a good man. He's a leader in the church. He's a husband. He's a father. Uh, God, he even has a Bible study that meets at his house. If you're going to heal anyone, I think you ought to pick him. And if you heal him, God, I'll be very good for the next week. Okay, fine, you got me. For the next month, I'll be good. I won't yell at my mom anymore. And even if the Vikings lose the Packers, I won't say any naughty words at the television. Amen. Judging by the laughter, I'm not the only one who's ever prayed something like this before. But I would pray stuff like this, but no healings were forthcoming. So I started searching the Bible to see how are they praying for the sick. And what I found was there is no prayer for healing in the Bible that looks anything like that. The word ask does not exist in any recorded prayer for healing in the Bible. Nobody is talking to God in heaven about the problem that's in front of them. How do they pray for healing in the Bible? Be healed. Be clean. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. Lazarus, come forth. Little girl, I say to you, get up. Ears be opened. Tongue be loosed. Stretch out your hand. And on and on and on. Did you notice the word ask doesn't exist in there? Did you notice they're not even really talking to God at all? They're actually speaking to the mountain and commanding the mountain to be moved. What if God actually intends that we do that? Not just read about it. I mean, I would grow up, read my Bible every day, and I'd ring, read, sing to the Lord, or shout to the Lord. And I'd be like, this is good. I've learned something today. But what if, what if, God actually wants me to sing to him and not just read about it? And what if God actually wants me to shout to him and not just read about it, even if I have Scandinavian heritage? <laughs> what if he actually intends that I do this? And what if God actually intends that I speak to the mountain and command the mountain to be moved and not just read about it? What if there's a whole lot of Christians out there that are wondering why there's all these mountains in their life and why they're not going anywhere, and the reason is that they've never actually spoken to even one of those mountains before. All right, there you go. There's your short message. Now we're going to do it. So we had a lecture, now we're going to have lab. It's like high school chemistry class. So, mi esposa hermosa, venga, por favor. All right, everybody else, I want you to go ahead and stand up. One tool you can use to see people come to know Jesus is you can invite them to encounter God's presence. This is my wife, Angelica. She's wonderful.
I want everybody to get a partner. No groups of three. Grab your partner's hand, put their hand in the air. So I know who's with who. All right, if you got three, one of you gets to go make a new friend. Go ahead, put your hands down. All right, taller person goes first. I had to pick something I could win at over my wife, all right? So, taller person is going to, uh, one to uh, let me preface this. One tool you can use to see people come to know Jesus is you can invite them to encounter God's presence. People are not always hungry for an argument about whether or not God is real, but they are hungry to experience the supernatural. You know who knows that? Hollywood. They're making bank on that fact. Marvel Comics, I don't think they're trying to figure out how to feed their families, right? So, and of course, the supernatural can get messed up and become demonic. But I refuse to give something over to the devil that Jesus did more than anybody. Amen? So, God doesn't just live inside of a building. Holy Spirit lives inside of you and me. Amen? So when we go out there, God goes out there. So I think we're literally in the hundreds of salvations that have come just by doing what I'm going to show you to do right now. So between you and your partner, the taller person is going to ask the shorter person if they want to feel something cool. She has to be nice and say yes. Let me demonstrate before you do. And then I'm going to have her put her hands like this. And I'm going to put my hands above her hands, not on her hands, and say, Holy Spirit, come. All right? So let me demonstrate before you do. So do you want to feel something cool? Yes. Put your hands here. And say, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, get my wife. Amen. <laughs> All right. Now it's your turn. Taller person, you're up first. Ask the shorter person if they want to feel something cool. Have them put out their hands and say, Holy Spirit, come. When the taller person's done, the shorter person needs to go. Same thing. And then when both of you are done, y'all can sit down. All right, now we want to find out what you experienced. If you didn't feel anything, there is nothing horribly wrong with you. But it's always amazing how many people encounter God in a variety of ways, okay? Go ahead, grab a seat. Some of you getting the extended marination in. All right. So if you felt heat when you did this, go ahead and raise your hand. By the way, don't raise your hand like this. This I don't see. Raise your hand like this. If you forgot to wear deodorant, it's all right. We'll pray later for the people around you to revive, all right? All right, if you felt tingling, go ahead and raise your hand. If you felt electricity, go ahead and raise your hand. Now, we didn't even pray for healing yet, but you invite the Holy Spirit. He likes to start early. So check your body. If your back was hurting, is it still? If you had a migraine, is it gone? If you had ringing in your ears, do you still have it? Check whatever was wrong, all right? If you already feel a difference in the pain or problem in your body, whether that be 1% better, 100% better, or anywhere in between, I want you to wave your hand at me nice and high wherever you are in the room. Thank you, Jesus. God is good. That's a chunk of you right there. Maybe 20, 25. God is good. Yeah, we could praise Jesus for that. Thank you, Jesus. We give you the glory. All right. If you were shaking as a result of your Holy Spirit encounter, go ahead and raise your hand. All right. If you felt like you were going to fall over, go ahead and raise your hand. If you felt joy or laughter drunk in the Holy Spirit, go ahead and raise your hand. My favorite. If you felt peace when you did this, go ahead and raise your hand. 
All right. There, oh, you are a peaceful group around here. Okay. Very good. If you felt the wind on your hands, go ahead and raise your hand. Very good. So God encounters people in a myriad of different ways, right? Like Mary in the Bible. She encountered the Holy Spirit and she ended up pregnant as a result. But I don't think any of you are going to be pregnant from your Holy Spirit encounter here today. That would really be a miracle for the men in the room. All right. Now, this is a very good time to be healed, okay? Sometimes people think, well, I have that problem, but it isn't that bad. That guy over there looks like he's going to be dead by Tuesday. I'm going to let him get prayed for instead. That's like the good Christian thing to do. But guess what? Jesus can heal you with a little pain and the guy who's supposed to be dead by Tuesday. Amen? I think there's many people in the room that want to see a healing happen when they pray, so you're not doing anyone any favors by refusing prayer. So if you have the problem, whether horrible or minor, take prayer. Sound good? All right, let's start with knees. If you get any issue with your knees, you have bone on bone, you have pain in your knees, you have arthritis in your knees, or you, they crackle, snap, and pop when you go up and down stairs. If you have any issue of any variety with your knees, go ahead and stand up wherever you are at. All right. And if you get an issue with your tailbone, go ahead and stand up wherever you are at. All right. Yeah, we'll just do that for now. All right. If you are standing, and this is, the, this is where all the healthy people sit. They sit over there. <laughs> if you're standing, put your hand in the air. If you are sitting down, I need your help. I want you to stand up. Go to somebody whose hand is in the air, but not someone from your family. And I want you to put your hand on their shoulder. Some of y'all in the healthy section, you need to migrate because they're not all as healthy as you guys are, okay? You can stack two, three of you up on a person. That's all right. Don't pray for them. Just go to them. All right. Now, if somebody has come to you, put your hand down, please. If nobody has come, wave at me. You got them all covered? All right, good. Now, I realize some of you, you're professionals at this. You've been doing it longer than I've been alive. But others of you are like, I got no idea what to do right now. So I will make it really simple for the newbies, all right? So professionals hang in there while I do the first round with training wheels, okay? So first thing we got to do is we got to find out what is wrong. Now, we do not need a whole medical history, like 20 seconds or less, find out what's wrong with their knees or tailbone. Go ahead. All right, that should be plenty. All right, now, don't be impressed by the problem. Get impressed by Jesus. Tell him, this is really easy for Jesus to fix. All right, you're sounding like Joshua and Caleb. You're not getting impressed by the giants. Way to go. All right, now, the Bible does not say put a floating hand a couple meters away from the sick and they recover. The Bible says lay hands on the sick and they recover. Amen? So I want you to put your hand where the problem is, unless you shouldn't put your hand there. So don't put your hand on their tailbone, okay? But if it's knees, you can put your hand on their knees. If it's two knees, God gave you two hands. If it's tailbone, just put your hand on their shoulder. That's good enough. How's that? All right. And I realize some of you are not used to commanding when you pray for healing. So I'm going to make it simple the first time. I'll just have you repeat after me. Sound good? All right. So Holy Spirit. We release your presence 
to touch these bodies. And in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I command all pain, every problem, get out right now in Jesus' name. Be healed right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And now whatever problem they told you about, I want you to command it to get out in Jesus' name. Go ahead. Drive it out. It's got to go. God's backing you up. Amen. You did good. All right. Now, it's not good enough to pray for him and run away because we're scared it didn't work. We got to check and see what's going on. So test your body. If you need to try out a few stairs on your knees, there's some there and over there. All right. Test it out. Do not assume that Americans will tell you if they get healed because many times they don't. That's why you got to ask them how they're doing. All right. Now, Hello, hello, hello. If you just had a difference in your body, I don't care if that's 1% better, 100% better, or anywhere in between, I want you to wave your hand at me nice and high wherever you are in the room. Come on, can we praise Jesus for this? Thank you, Jesus. We give you the glory. Go ahead, grab a seat. All right. If, I, I just think no one should leave a healing service with pain in their body. So if you have any amount of pain, I don't care if it's long-term chronic pain for 34 years, like the woman with the horse accident, or if it's just that you slammed your pinky in the car door in the parking lot and your pinky still hurts a little bit. If you have any amount of pain in your body, whether that's a lot or a little, go ahead and stand up wherever you are at. All right, if you are standing, put your hand in the air. If you are sitting down, I need your help. Stand up. Go to somebody whose hand is in the air, not somebody from your family, please. Go, 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 go. Put your hand on somebody's shoulder so I know who's with who. If you got three of you stacked up on one, send, share the wealth. There's still some folks. We need somebody to come to the woman in white there. That'd be great. If somebody has come to you, put your hand down. If no one has come, wave at me. Over here, we got one. I think we're good. Sorry if I don't see you. It's hard to see in the, with the lights, okay? All right. <clears throat> so talk to them. Find out where the pain is. Tell them, this is easy for Jesus to fix. <laughs> All right, go ahead, put your hand wherever the pain is, unless you shouldn't put your hand there. And then out loud, this time you don't need to repeat after me, I want you to do two things. Number one, invite God's presence to touch them. You are your Holy Spirit encounters, so you're professionals of that already. Number two, Command the pain or problem to get out in the name of Jesus Christ. Imagine like it was a big dog trying to attack your kid. What would you do? You wouldn't say, oh, dog, please don't hurt him. No, no, no. You'd be like, dog, out, right? You would be using some authority to drive that thing away. Amen? 
All right, imagine that the migraine or the whatever it is, is a dog and God gave you authority. Drive it out, all right? Go for it. Everybody out loud at the same time. Don't take turns praying. Invite God's presence to touch them. Drive it out. Yeah, pain, get out in Jesus' name. Migraines, out. We break you off. All right. Amen. Test it out. Did it change? Test. Now, shh, hello, hello, hello. If you just had a difference in your body, whether that be 1% better, 100% better, or anywhere in between, I want you to wave your hand at me nice and high wherever you are in the room. Come on, Jesus. Can we praise him for it? Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead and sit back down. If you have metal in your body, plates, rods, screws, go ahead and stand up. Be a good day to get rid of that. Dave's halfway there. He had a screw disappear in the first service and he needs one more. <laughs> All right. If you have long, uh, let's see. If you have any autoimmune disease, lupus, fibromyalgia, arthritis, whatever, yeah, whatever, Lyme's, autoimmune disease, go ahead, stand up. If you came here today and you're just like, I need to get healed today, stand up. If you got a lump, a tumor, cancer, anything like that, a blind eye, a deaf ear, go ahead, stand up. You're missing your, any sense, you're missing your sense of smell or taste even, maybe you had COVID and it didn't come back. If you had any other ramifications of COVID, go ahead and stand up. All right, if you're standing, put your hand in the air. If you're sitting down, I want you to stand up. Go to somebody whose hand is in the air, not somebody from your family. I'm gonna get you up and down more than Catholic Church here today. <clears throat> All right. Talk to the person, find out, oh, I need somebody to come over here. We got a great healing target right here. Can we, does somebody have a bunch of people? Here, y'all got like four stacked up over here. Very good, right here. All right, talk to the person, find out what's wrong if you didn't already. Tell them this is a piece of cake for Jesus to fix. Go ahead, put your hand on the person wherever the problem is, unless you shouldn't put your hand there. And then do two things. Invite God's presence to touch them and then command the pain or the metal or the disease or the sickness to get out in Jesus' name. Go for it, out loud, everybody at the same time. Drive it out. Cancer, get out. We break every curse in Jesus' name. Be healed now. Fire of God, touch their bodies. Metal, go. All right, test. 
If you could feel heads of screws before, can you still now? Check. If you had a metal plate, is it still there? Check whatever it is. All right, now, hello, hello, hello. If you just had a difference in your body, whether that be 1% better, 100% better, or anywhere in between, I want you to wave at me nice and high wherever you are in the room. Come on, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Amen. All right, now, shh, we're going to do this the fast way. I want everybody to get in a group of three with nobody from your family. Go for it. Group of three. Unless you have a small child that should be accompanied by you. They can stay with you. Does everybody have a group of three? In your group of three, one person is number one, one person is number two, one person is number three. You figure it out. Number one, raise your hand. Number two, raise your hand. Number three, raise your hand. Those of you that know me, you know what I'm going to do. We're starting with person number three. Ha, 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 ha. All right, here's the deal. I think almost every American needs a healing in their body. In fact, typically not just one, like more like eight. All right? And you might think, no, I'm healthy. I don't have cancer or heart disease. But do you have pain anywhere? Do you take medicine for anything? Do you ever have anxiety or depression? Do you not see 2020? Do you get an allergy to anything under the sun? Do you have any injury that didn't heal upright? Do you have any digestive problem or male or female problem or on and on and on? I think there's very few people in this country that are 100% completely healthy. Fair enough? Person number three, we start with you. Give your list fast in the next 30 seconds to one and two of everything suboptimal. Number one and number two, tell them this is easy for Jesus to fix. Number one, number two, lay hands on number three. Wherever the problem is, unless you shouldn't put your hand there. Both of you all loud, same time. Invite God's presence to touch them. Command the pain or problem to get out in Jesus' name. Go for it. Drive it out. It's got to go. All right, let's go to number two. Number two, give your list to one and three of everything suboptimal. Go ahead. Lay hands on number two. Invite God's presence to touch them. Drive out the problem in Jesus' name. Go for it. So one and three, put your hands on number two. Invite God's presence to touch him. Command the pain or problem to get out. 
Depression, get out in Jesus' name. Anxiety, go. Release your peace. Release wholeness now. Brain chemistry, be healed now. We break off the effects of traumatic brain injuries. Get out. Yeah, dyslexia, get out in Jesus' name. All right, go to number one. Number one, give your list of whatever's suboptimal. Number one, this is easy for Jesus to fix. I want to keep you as Joshua and Caleb, not, not get impressed by the problem. Lay hands on number one. Invite God's presence to touch them. Command the issues to get out in Jesus' name. Go for it. God gave you authority. Now, you finished with number one? Okay. Shh. Okay. Now, over the course of this service, I think there, there's probably many things that are already healed. There's probably also many things that are improved, but not perfect yet. There may also be things that cannot be tested. You know, maybe you have high blood pressure, but we don't have a cuff to put on your arm in the moment. And there may be things that seem to be the exact same. That doesn't mean you're not going to get healed. Sometimes it happens in the coming period of time. But for right now, I just want to focus on the second category, which is improved but not perfect. And that could have happened any time in the service. That could have happened when we did the Holy Spirit encounters. That could have happened when we prayed for pain. That could have happened when we prayed for knees or metal or on and on and on. Or even right now in your group of three, okay? So I want you to take inventory in your group of three. And I want you to find out if any of you three have anything in your body that has been improved this service but is not perfect yet. That could be 20% better. That could be 95% better. But talk to each other. All right, go ahead, lay hands a second time on anybody in the group who has improved but not perfect yet. If God can do 20%, he can do 100%, all right? So the other two people, lay hands on them one more time. Thank Jesus for the improvement. And again, command the pain or problem to get out in Jesus' name. Go ahead. If you had more than one person in your group that was improved but not perfect, give them a second dose as well. Otherwise, go ahead and grab a seat.
All right, go ahead, grab a seat. All right, now we want to find out what God did here today. So um, I realize again that there's things that we prayed for that cannot be tested. We're believing in faith that God did something, and, and I'm believing with you. But for the sake of our numbers right now, don't count it if it cannot be tested. All right? I only want you to count it if you can test. So what I want you to do is I want you to count how many body parts or conditions are at least 70% better in this service. So for example, if when we did the Holy Spirit encounter, you had back pain leave, that would be one. And then we prayed for knees and tailbones. And if your knees are 80% better, that would be two. And then we prayed for pain of all varieties, and we prayed for metal and autoimmune diseases and cancer and so forth. And if you had metal disappear, that would be three. And then we put you in groups of three, and you prayed for more things. And if your feet got 80% better, that'd be four. Then you would literally hold up four fingers because you have four things that you can test that are at least 70% better here in this service. Does that make sense? So count how many body parts or conditions that you can test are at least 70% better, and I want you to hold that many fingers nice and high in the air. Not like this, I don't see this. Like this, nice and high. And we're gonna literally count. So Angelica, can you do that half? And I'm gonna do this half over here. We wanna see what Jesus did, all right? So keep them up, not low. All right, one, two, three, four, five, six. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49, 50, 51, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58, 59, 60, 61, 62, 63, 64. Y'all should have sat in this row. Just saying, 65, 66, 67, 68, 69, 70, 71, 72, 73, 74, 75, 76, 77, 78, 79, 80, 81, 82, 83, 84. Did you get, did you get this section too? Okay, we got 84 and 76, so that's what, 160? Can we praise Jesus for this? Thank you, Jesus, we give you the glory. I think we had 158 in the first service, so just about the same. All right. God is good. Amen? Yeah. All right. Now, um, if you were healed of something today, and you either A, had the problem for, let's say, more than eight years, you can test it, now you're healed. All right? Or it was severe, and now you're healed. I'll let you figure out what that is. For sure, a blind eye, a deaf ear, metal leaving, a tumor, um, extreme pain, you fill in the blank, all right? Something like that. So if you either had something for more than eight years and it was healed, or in the severe category and it was healed, you can test it, you're healed today, raise your hand. All right, what do we got? Keep your hand up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Y'all had a good day. All right. So I just want to hear just like 20-second testimonies. What did Jesus do? Uh, healed my knees. I had bone on bone, uh, no cartilage pain for many, many years from uh, downhill ski racing in my 20s. So I've been living with it for a long time. Okay. Healed. Thank you, Jesus. All right. What happened? Uh, I've had Osgood Schlatter since I was nine. And it's healed. Okay. How do you test it? I don't know. I just, I, they're not as swollen. 
wasn't eight, more than eight years. <laughs> oh, it wasn't more than eight years. It was just with COVID, I lost my sense of smell, and I can smell now. Thank you, Jesus. Good. All right, who else? There was more hands right there. So what happened? Um, well, I did have a ski accident, and um, um, y yes, it's um, my upper part of my vertebrae and um, the muscle around it, it's, and I've suffered for 30 or 40 years with it, so. And now it's, it's gone. So. Come on, thank you, Jesus. All right. Who else? There's more hands. You can rat out your neighbor if they raise their hand. Yeah, exactly. Good job. Yeah, point them out. Good. Um, so it's been like a couple years, but my left foot, um, um, I think it actually stemmed from my hip, and it becomes worse when I drink like sugary stuff and carbs, but it doesn't matter. The pain is still there. And like yesterday, I was walking up and down the stairs, and I was like, ah, my foot, limp. You know, it was just terrible. Um, have no issue right now. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. God is good. Over here. She's pointing over here. Right here. Okay. I had uh, pain in my shoulder for about a year, and that's about 95% gone, and a lot of abdominal pain that's gone now. So, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And over here. What did Jesus do? Um, chronic knee pain from for over a decade and um, throbbing in my back from when I fractured it when I was a kid and it's gone. Okay. And those were all the time or just kind of came and goes? Pretty much, pretty much all the time with my back and my knee I could do a full squat without any pain. Come on, you gotta Come on, thank you Jesus. God is good. Anybody else? Oh, they're pointing that way. Okay. This is how I get my exercise. I was also healed of knee pain in both knees, very tight, very sore, very stiff. It's hereditary, so it uh, was the last couple of years. All right. Thank you, Jesus. Can we praise Jesus for everything he did here today? Thank you, Lord. We give you the glory. So I think it's obvious Jesus is real, right? I can't do this. You can't do this. It's Jesus who does it. And he does it because he loves you. He also wants to have a relationship with you. All of us, we've done things wrong before. That separates us from God. God didn't want us separated. That's why Jesus came. He died on the cross. He took our punishment so we could be forgiven and have a restored relationship with him. He didn't stay dead on a cross, so they put him in a tomb, and three days later, he was raised from the dead. But the cross became the way we wouldn't have to be separated from God by what we've done wrong. So, first of all, raise your hand if you're thankful Jesus died on the cross for you. I think everybody is. Go ahead, put your hands down. Close your eyes for a moment. If you have never before prayed to turn away from what you've done wrong and to make Jesus your God, and you would like to do that for the first time today, go ahead and raise your hand. Okay, I'll believe everybody has already done that here today. Go ahead and look up at me. Um, one last thing. If you would love to come join my wife and I on a missions trip, it'd be fun to have you. We've been doing teams for the last, well, since Thanksgiving, no, July of 2021. I just take one day, I train everyone in the team how to activate churches in healing and evangelism. And then they literally go to 60 to 100 plus churches um, in the next nine days and literally train all those churches in healing and evangelism. I think we've probably had, I don't know, gosh, probably 150, 200 different people on these teams. I don't think there's been one person who's come who's done a healing service where nobody got healed. 
Um, and we probably average about 4,000 healings and 1,000 salvations in nine days as they literally train the churches. But the beautiful part isn't just that. It's that people use these tools and go impact nations around the world. And so it's all multiplication oriented. So if that interests you, come find us afterwards. We have an email newsletter as well. And yeah, there we go. Um, Pastor Jamie, I'm done. We'll be back at a table back there if you want to find us. Can you guys say thank you to Paul and Angelica? Hey, would you jump to your feet? I just want to release a blessing over us. Like Paul just mentioned, if you would like to continue to stay connected to these guys' ministry, we would love for that to take place. Um, right out in the foyer, they have a table out there. They would love to meet with you or connect with you. They have a couple of sign-up sheets, um, or you can, uh, can connect with their website there through that QR code um, and stay up to date with what's going on or join them on a, on a team and uh, be a part of and sow into uh, their ministry. Okay, Father, I thank you for all that you're doing in the midst of us. I thank you, Lord, that today in the celebration, the lifting up of, of all that Christ has provided, Lord, that you liberated, you set free, you removed, heal, you, you removed pain from bodies, you healed bodies, Lord. Got over 300 people today, Lord, were touched, and I'm so grateful. Thank you, God. Thank you for all that was manifested, but Lord, all that will come even in the coming days. Lord, we receive today that activation, God. God, that you equipped us, and now we're able to go forth and to minister in your name outside of these walls. And so, Father, I thank you for the advancement of your kingdom through these lives and all the explosion, Lord, of fruitfulness, an explosion of ministry in the days to come, the families who would be truly restored and lives would be impacted. Lord, I thank you for the divine assignment. Guys, it's so clear to me right now as you see this picture. Angels are going to go before you and, and cause your path to intersect with people that need healing. And the Lord is going to do that intentionally, and you, you should just assume, oh, God, you're calling on me to do that. And, uh, and the Lord is going to set you up so that you can pray for the sick. You can see them get healed. And so, Lord, I thank you for that. that this gift is for people to be restored. And so, Lord, I bless your people today. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May his hand of protection be upon your life that you would be delivered from the way of pain. God, I thank you that you would release your grace, Lord, to each one and that your countenance would be towards them, Lord, that you would be gracious and your blessing would be lifted upon their life, Lord. Their countenance would be lifted up towards you and they would experience your favor back towards them. Now, Lord, I release your peace afresh. The shalom of heaven. Guard your hearts and your minds that you would advance his kingdom of peace everywhere you go. I bless you today, church, in the mighty and precious name of Jesus. And if you agreed with that, you said. Amen. Come on, can we give one last clap to the Lord this morning? Thanks for listening to this week's sermon. It's our hope that God touched your life in a truly meaningful way. And if you were impacted, please let us know by writing a review or share it with friends. If you'd like more information on The House Church, we would love to connect you with our community. Please visit us at ithehouse.org for more information. We'll see you next week.